Welcome to the CFG Gamecast episode number 188, a weekly podcast created by gamers and streamers who like to discuss the latest gaming topics from the previous week. We stream a new episode every week and release it on podcast services like Apple, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Podbean, and so much more. So show us some love. Give us a like, a follow, a subscribe, or uh, <clears throat> sorry, a subscribe on uh, on uh, YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and so on and so forth. Or go to our main website, confreaksandgeeks.com, to not miss an episode. I am Davis Green, Mr. CFG Games himself, and with me today is my co-host, who I have to say did his first ever, first in a long time, uh, a sleep stream. <laughs> 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 the five-star general uh, of the itty bitty smitty committee i got smitty in the third seat what's going on my dude clearly i'm catching up on <laughs> sleep is what happened what had happened was i'm not gonna go into super details but like basically thursday i woke up at 3 30 in the morning i stayed up until um uh i don't even remember i, I fell asleep or i went to sleep that night and I didn't stream because I slept. And then I woke up at like nine that night and I had a bunch of work that I had to get done. So I just stayed up all night fr- into Friday, had a thing in the morning. And I knew with with uh, my youngest being at home, no daycare, that I wouldn't be able to get a nap in until she took went down for a nap. So I finally went down for a nap about two o'clock, slept for like three hours or so got up, had some more work I had to get done, then we prepped for stream. What I forgot, though, was that within the last 24 hours, I had only slept for about three hours. So once, the, you know, pop them voodoos, all of a sudden, I, I don't even know. I, I don't remember. I remember we switched to the next game. We started playing it, and and that's that's the last I remember. Next thing you know, I'm waking up in bed being told that the stream's still running, and I'm like, what? <laughs> so... It, it was it was a uh, overall uh, though it's been a solid week. I had a wedding I went to uh, last week as well, which is fantastic. I've been getting I'm, I'm so close. I'm almost done with Final Fantasy 16. I will finish that this weekend, and then uh, more Exo Primal. They've got the Alpha Suit variant out now. There's a Savage Gauntlet going down, um, which I think we got that in at one point in time, but I'm pretty sure we lost. So it didn't it didn't work out so well for us, but. Overall, though, it's been uh, pretty solid. I'm excited to get into some more Marvel Snap, uh, really start grinding, hopefully try to get infinite this season, uh, but we shall see. Dude, that Mar- the new Marvel Snap, uh, the new Marvel Snap interface looks really, really Ooh, good. I will have to clean. say, it's clean. It's very, very good. Mm-hmm. I, they need to, uh, yeah, they need to. Did you did you do the drops? Oh, uh, have I? Yes, yes. I connected my account and stuff. Like that. I just got that connected today. Did you get all three of the? Yeah, you think? Did you get all three yet? Because I mean, that's very. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, you, you should get that's them. Very cool. No, <laughs> like, dude, the sun, the sunspot is a really good. Is my favorite drop out of the three. Because you get Spider Man. Uh huh. No, what were you gonna say? Uh, I was gonna say I love the fact that they've integrated Twitch <clears throat> uh, drops as well and i'm curious to see if it's just going to be a twitch thing or if they're going to extend that to other streaming <coughs> platforms uh as well like i said man I, I i freaking love marvel snap it's so much fun dude like i had no idea like you know how much fun it was going to be when i first got into it I was like, oh what's this about i love marvel so we'll, we'll give it a shot um but yeah no I'm, I'm loving the things that they're doing with it and and how they're continuing uh, to come out with new cards and new new stuff and making tweaks and whatnot. It's a fantastic game. Yeah, definitely loving the game still. I mean, 
Like, although I will get, I get frustrated because, like, I, like as of late, the frustration for me recently in this game was, uh, I get like I hate when you hit this one. Like for some reason, you hit these these like mental bars of like, oh, I hit level seventy seven, and then you just can't get past seventy seven. It's like right. you get you just go. You're either just going back and forth 77 maybe the 78 but you go all the way back down to 76 or so and you're just there for like days you uh, know uh and uh uh this oh th- this is probably i have to say this this m- month's uh uh snap is the worst i've ever played because i was at i was at 94 and i mm-hmm. dropped all the way down to 73 and uh, yeah yeah because like i just I have gotten like I have gotten I mean now I'm at 84 but like I have mm-hmm. never dropped that badly before. It's just like sometimes yeah. it's just like it's just not in the cards. I don't know what it is yeah. sometimes. It just drives me insane. And then sometimes you just get so angry and you're just getting blinded by just blind rage of just like <laughs> what is going on and trying to fix it. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, I know, right? Mm-hmm. That's exactly what was happening. So like uh yeah, but now I'm getting up to 85 so I like but uh, I had to completely like go off the grid on like what I needed, what I usually do, uh, just so I can get my, just so I can get my, uh, my totals back up again. Cause like, are you uh, serious? Yeah. Like I built a deck specifically to counter destruction because this, this is the month of destruction. Uh, cause it really that's, is, that's, yeah. all you were seeing, it was just like, Oh, Hey, okay. You got X now with X 23 that came out. You're just like, okay. So you got people that are just mixing X 23 with their crazy destruction, uh, Knowles, so I'm like, I've got to a point where I was like, okay, this is going to be a, a a five a five uh five null or whatever, and then right. and, and whatever. So I was just like, okay, so what if I just started using uh, armor and just just start containing mm-hmm. where they're going to place Wolverine and all this stuff in? <laughs> and yeah. Then, uh, after I started doing that, I was like, okay, cool. Now I know what I'm needing to do. So yeah, yeah. So it's ridiculous. That's good to know. Playing hard <laughs> counters. Uh, to, to be able to climb, but you're right. It's been all destruction decks, basically. Yeah. I've been, and then sometimes yeah. a sneak Galactus deck, which I, I just, oh God. I hate it. I hate well, it. It's always something you... that's in the back of my mind. Uh, <laughs> especially always, when I see an open lane, I'm like, mm, <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> you I will have to say, I will give a, I'll give a, you already know where I stand with Galactus players. Cause you know, I told you they're just terrible, terrible people. Galactus players are, <laughs> but, uh, but I will say that there was a good move that there was a guy who, cause like, you know, the big one that uh, most people are trying to put in their decks again is forge because they gave him that uh-huh. buff to a plus three. So there's th- so there oh. was a time yeah so uh, Forge so he did a really good move I had to say I was not anticipating it and uh, so he uh, had a guy or he had a, a spider or some character in one lane then he was able to move it uh, it's either a Nightcrawler or Jeff or something and uh, <clears throat> was able to move it uh, when uh, he put his Forge down in the middle. Uh, buffed his Galactus to a 10 and then was able to destroy everything. And I was just like, I was like, I hate you so much, but I have to give you props on that one. (laughs) That's good. That's That's a good call. That is a good call. I was like, most people would try the Shuri Iron Fist Galactus move. Yeah. uh, As well. Wait, would that work? That wouldn't work with it. You Shuri. So you Shuri. In, in the lane that you're going to Galactus, 
you iron fist the Shuri out of the lane, but her thing stays in that lane. Oh. So as long as you play there, it's still at least last time. Last time I saw, uh, that still worked. There's a special place in hell for that character. But so, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Jesus. Okay, <laughs> special place in hell. That's another indicator that you that. know you're about to get Galactus. <laughs> oh my god. That that's terrible. I'm so glad I haven't seen that yet, but yeah. Jesus. Oh my god, no. Okay, but anyways, I know y'all don't want to talk about us talking about uh, some Marvel Snap strategies, so let's just go through the normal rigmarole that we like to do each and every week. So each of us chooses a topic of discussion through the previous week in the world of video games. The topic would or could be a game itself or something that happened in the gaming industry itself. And we don't want to talk about it amongst ourselves. We want you, the listeners and viewers on Twitch, on YouTube, on Facebook, on Kick, to be a part of the conversation. So by all means, if you're wanting to type in, if you, want, if you have a strong opinion on whatever we're talking about, by all means, type it inside the chat. We would love to discuss it with you. And we'll just, uh, just go around and just have be one nice, happy family there. So let's go through the normal rig, uh, rigmarole here. So Smitty, you're up at you're at bat first. What are you bringing to the table? Yeah, we got to talk about it. I know that we talked about this months ago, uh, and we've this has kind of been an ongoing uh, conversation. When we originally started talking about the Embracer Group, uh, they made a lot of moves. They've acquired a ton of different studios and things of that nature. They've really uh, been making a name in the gaming space. And here earlier in the uh, in the year, they had announced that they uh, basically had a two billion dollar partnership, uh, you know, that that did well for their stocks and and all that good stuff. And, uh, you know, they were riding kind of high on that. And then here a few weeks ago, uh, what seemed like out of nowhere, all of a sudden this partnership fell through. that forced them to go into cost cutting mode, which is number one is insane to me that that much that that investment, like to me, that was like, if you guys didn't have the the money in hand, what were you guys doing? They already had that money slated for things is what it sounds like. The fact that they have to go back, they've already stopped some projects uh, from going forward. They've shut her down some studios. Like it's not, it hasn't been looking great for them. Uh, but we finally found out that the the investment group or the investors, uh, the partnership that they were supposed to be partnering with was actually Savvy Games, which is the uh, Saudi Arabian uh, government backed. Um, just I'm not 100 percent if they're a gaming. Not, they're not a gaming studio, but like they're like a um, they're like a group, basically an investment group. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now. What's important about this is, number one, the Saudis have, they or Savvy Games have pledged $38 billion to go towards the gaming sector. And we've seen a little bit of this uh, because here in in the uh, um, in the spring, they actually made a deal to buy out uh, Scopely Games, which is a mo- mobile games, Marvel Strike Force, uh, a bunch of a bunch of really uh, like no like known um, uh, mobile games. That they have, but they're buying them out for four point nine billion dollars. That's part of their strategy and plan to go there. So it still hasn't been revealed exactly what took place to make uh, Savvy Games back out of this partnership with the Embracer Group. But clearly, the ripples of that alone have been 
devastating to the studios underneath the Embracer Group's umbrella. And, and again, I think that kind of brings uh, some attention to the fact that, you know, the the especially after the pandemic and stuff, um, the technology sector in as a whole has really taken a hard hit. We've seen it all all across the board where people are having to slow their roll either on productions or they're cutting staff. There's all kinds of cost cutting measures that are that are taking place. And I think a lot of this came from, you know, especially when we're in there, the focus was on digital. Everybody was doing it and whatnot. That stuff is, has definitely toned down since we've gotten, you know, basically what, what the new norm is going to be. So I, I think a lot of people or a lot of these companies overextended themselves and over predicted what they thought people were going to do. And then when things normalized a bit, that's when they're like, oh, crap, we're just going to be losing money or we are currently losing money because people aren't investing that kind of money or doing that stuff um, at, at a rate that they were when we first went into the uh, the pandemic. I think the other thing I don't want to get I don't want to get too political or anything like that as well, but. I think we also have to take into consideration. This is another thing. If you're familiar with Live uh, Golf, that's the Saudi-backed uh, um, uh, golf golf organization that basically was taken on the PGA, I believe. And a lot of folks are are looking at as them kind of trying to wash away the the bad. The there's 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 uh, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for. Um, no, no, not well. Definitely bad image, but the human rights. Sorry, that's a the human rights uh, issues uh, is one of the biggest things that are over there, and, and and a lot of folks are looking at this stuff. Them investing more in sports, them investing more in the video game world. It's to kind of whitewash the atrocities and and, and things that are happening uh, over there as well. So I know that the Embracer Group's uh, CEO Lars. Um, that was something that he was questioned about because you got to, you know, people are going to start looking at you like, hey, dude, you actively know that there's some shicey stuff going on. This is kind of counterproductive to what you say as a cultural thing to your company. You know, how do you how could you do that? How can you go in and invest uh, whatever, what have you? So, uh, you know, again, I don't know if any of that stuff had any kind of impact on their decision, because obviously those savvy games that decided to back out and not and, and it wasn't um, uh, um, uh, Embracer Group that backed out of this deal. So there's definitely something I feel that they saw they had to have seen to make them pump the brakes, because I believe they had already put in like a billion dollars of uh, uh, for stocks. Uh, for Embracer Group. I mean, so, could it be possibly because, I mean, Embracer Group has, I mean, this year, um, could they possibly be what they've, what the Embracer has done so far this year? I mean, because the biggest, the biggest disappointment that they've had, the biggest game that they've released this year, sad to say, was, was Lord of the Rings Gollum from Embracer. So and then you saw how bad that, uh, that was. They had to shut down, they shut down the studio, and they lost a lot of money on that. Then you also got the upcoming, what's it called? I guess the next biggest thing is RoboCop is also them. So like, uh, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, like maybe that, that like whatever they had slated or what their plans are, or it may just could have been like, wow, this is not impressive for the amount of money that we're dishing out. We don't know mm-hmm. the, the, the deal with, uh, with bio or with, uh, nice old Republic is in a weird limbo state right now. It's in a, right. and stuff. So, I mean, I, it could be just like, 
they they could have just said, "Hey, we are not liking this direction that this what this uh, what this company is going to. We needing to uh, we may need to reassess our our uh, our plans on putting in money to you know support to supporting the group or whatever. I mean, it's very possible that that's what they uh, like. I mean, I could easily see them wanting to to kind of renege after they've seen how how atrocious this year's been for them for embracing. But here's the thing, though. So they recently they recently uh, had their their investment call in terms of their stock and they actually for q1 net sales they were up which which bumped up their stock uh a decent amount as well so there's they actually recently just had positive news in terms of their q1 sales and what it's doing to their current stock prices and whatnot so i i think and and that's q1 so their cost measure their cost cutting measures aren't even within those numbers yet. So I only imagine it's going to be further and higher up as they start reporting Q2 and, and, and Q3 numbers. Um, but, you know, they're able to bounce back like that, which is huge. But to me, it's still crazy that 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 kind of investment, that kind of partnership was able to single-handedly, them backing out, was able to single-handedly make them, kind of force them into a restructure mode to where they're stopping development of games, closing down studios. Uh, again, this was the Embracer Group was kind of like that place that I felt like games had a, a a happy home to go or studios had a happy home to go to without any kind of worry. And these guys were, I mean, all right, well, I don't, I don't know, you know, how how it goes, but at least it, it felt like a lot, you know, these studios that were under underneath some of these other um, uh, bigger uh, uh, groups and whatnot. You know them being able to slide over. It's like, all right, man. There's still there's still life there. They seem to to let the their people in the studios kind of do their thing. Although this is all me assuming. I have not looked that far into it or or what their business is is really like. But that's as as an outsider looking in. That's how it's always kind of felt to me. So to see them having to make these measures uh, again, I don't think that was ever their intentions, but. The fact that you, I mean, you you must have had a ton locked up within this deal that was never actually a, this deal is going through. That's, that's kind of, that's scary, dude. That's, that's, that's telling me. But then again, though, I mean, like when you, when they, when they decided to go back, when they decided to re, to, to back out on the deal itself. Well, first off, was it Embracer that backed out or was it Savvy Group that backed out? Savvy. Okay. Savvy so out. Savvy yeah. backed out and they were the one that was, that they, that they pledged that was going to be like this was a billion dollar deal i'm assuming so i guess they're assuming they already had plans for the money that that was going to be coming in to do uh for the project the future projects that they were planning on doing with with said money uh and stuff at least they did you know what at least they didn't start the projects that when they uh before 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 that deal was finalized but uh i would say this though like like of course i mean when you when you know you got a giant payday coming you're going to be like Oh, we can actually afford this, this, and do actually this, 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 and this. But uh, it's like, but the reality is, it's like, uh, yeah, it's like, uh, oh, don't like be careful, hold off before we, before we, uh, before you decide to buy that fifty million dollar mansion before uh, until we actually have that until we have that kids ash in our hands, you know. So uh, it's, I mean, I don't even know what to think about it because I'm not really familiar with Savvy Group overall. But I was gonna, but if uh, I mean, if the one good saving grace with Embracer to me, like in my opinion, is is THQ. I think THQ Nordic actually does good stuff 
with mm-hmm. within the, within that group uh, relatively you know i mean not like you know triple a stuff title but good yeah. stuff you know uh like so like th- so the the only saving grace i have for 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 them to 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 uh, uh to do this is that i just think that uh um it's a shame that they're not going to get the money that they're wanting to do or maybe they have to re they have to reschedule or repurpose everything because of this because of this disappointment but mm-hmm. at the same time maybe it's maybe there might be an underlining on on why they why they didn't do it and you know and they decided you know what? It's time to uh, 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 li- li- uh, let's just say uh, just just uh, lick our wounds and just come back another day. Hopefully, find a ne- maybe another <laughs> another opportunity in the near future, uh, future for it. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm just not really familiar with Savvy Group themselves. And and Retro says it is a head scratcher. It'll be interesting what comes out later as to why, if at all. There is a little more. So, like, basically, the TLDR is that the, the deal, um, you know, and agreed. They're, so, basically, they're going to use a $2 billion deal uh, that would Savvy Games would invest in development and publishing of games from the Embracer Group. Um, they had, so Embracer Group had been promising investors news of a lucrative, transformative partnership with several industry partners. Uh, this, this, they've been saying this since last November, uh, obviously, uh, but the, uh, um, that, that collapse here in, uh, uh, not too long ago. Here's the thing though, in the May note, it says Embracer said that the parties had reached a verbal commitment in October of 2022 that would have resulted in more than 2 billion in contracted development revenue over a period of six years. Here's the, the bullet points. All documentation was finalized and ready to go as of yesterday. Uh, that was a quote from the company. Uh, we asked for the execution of the agreement, quote, uh, before our Q4 announcement. However, late last night, we received a negative outcome from their counterparty. And and obviously, no one no one seems to know, not even, not even or at least they're not divulging um, why Savvy walked away from this deal. Because what it sounds like is that this this son of a gun sounded like it was locked in stone. They had the verbal commitment, and then at the eleventh hour, they were like, "Nah, son, nah." Uh, so, hmm. it, it's hard to say, man. But it, uh, I guess the most conclusion is business, business, business. Because like I honestly have no idea. It's it's. I mean, we just know that a lot of the money is not being is not being handed over to the to the next uh, next next job, and uh, we'll just need to. Uh, see hopefully they know how to pivot or they have enough time or a chance to uh to prove themselves later on so um um well, we'll i mean we'll, we'll, we'll see, see. I, think, I mean again i'm yeah. always yeah seeing what what they've got going on but at least now on my radar is the savvy games because mm-hmm. i did not know about savvy games at all until until this stuff kind of now broke, so. is it savvy s-a-a-v-y or s-a-a-v-i or no no s-a-v-v-y Oh, I didn't know there would be two V's. Yeah. Let's see what, yep. let's just, I just want to see what they. I just want to see if they what, what they're known for. Hold on. Uh, let's yeah. see. Savvy Games Group. Okay, so here it is. Are they known for anything specifically? Looks like they're known for a lot of mobile games. Mm. Uh, Savvy Games Group, and they've home. worked with the Embracer Group before too. It's the other oh, thing. It's like they've oh. partnered up and worked together before. So like. Even more so, I feel like that is what a shocking move 
that they yeah. that they would that they would do that at the you know again they the were they hour, plans yeah. to be able to make the announcement and stuff yeah this seems like oh so yeah it's seems, like, uh, okay yeah that's what it does it seems like they're known for the, yeah. the the savvy game group is known for uh for for mobile for mobile uh mobile games mostly which the scope of her just makes more sense okay uh, so that's what it, so maybe yeah. what it was is that savvy games wanted to dip their toes into more to to be playing in an actual like you know console the console side right. and uh, PC side and developing or distributing and also distribution mm-hmm. as well. So, so it's possible that that's what they were trying to do. Maybe they could have said, it, and it makes more sense. Maybe they should have just said, you know what? We'll get more money buying this studio over getting more uh, b- before, uh, instead of, instead of investing into other studio right. to do that, because like, like that would make in a way that would make sort of, in my mind, it makes sense. I don't know. I'm not a businessman, but right. like, but but yeah. So who knows? It's possible they might have just said for the better optimized profit that they decided this would probably be a better thing because, like you said, they're 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 buying Scopely, right? Uh, or yeah. are they planning yeah. on buying Scopely? Okay, because like uh, it's funny we had another no, conversation. They did buy Scopely. Oh, they did buy him. Okay. Uh, I believe. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll have to double check that, but. Okay, because like they're probably already yeah. purchased it, or they are in the process. Uh, Community investigator said, "Okay, so I don't. They said that they were going to buy Scopely for four point nine billion. I don't know that that has actually gone through yet." Okay, because I mean it's mm-hmm. a lot of money on either way. Because like it's either like it's, now it's like the choice in my head. It's like it's either spend four point something billion dollars on on a uh, on Scopely or pay, do a prom, go with our promise with a uh, with a. Uh, uh, with Embracer Group for three point something billion dollars and but do that. It's crazy to me though that they've already purchased a billion dollars worth of Embracer Group stocks. Yeah, that's kind of weird. So well, they were only up for another billion. I say only. Only. <laughs> <laughs> it's just another cool billion. Like what, dude? <laughs> yeah, but you can sell. But if Embracer, if Embracer said that they had a good year, they could easily sell their stock back and get more money than what they paid for it. Which is I mean, true. Which yeah. is very true. Yeah. Yeah. If they if, they're, if they'll be like, you know what? Never mind, Embracer, and then they'll they'll they they could sell whatever they had, like liquidate everything, and then they'd be like, okay, here you go. We can sell it back to them or or whatever, you know. So I mean, it's it's, it's possible. So who know? Like mm. who knows? I don't know, man. It's just like like this is all assumptions to be on what they could or what they couldn't do. It's not even right. a guarantee. But uh, but uh, but I can see like. Like I don't think it's I don't think it's a necessarily a bad thing. Like the, like they said, oh wow, we don't we don't think that their views are aligned to our uh, to our culture of this group. I just think it's just money, man. It's like the the, the yeah. bigger the bigger uh, the bigger profit might be somewhere else that they found, and they're like, okay, we're gonna go this way instead of that way. You know, that's the way I yeah. look at it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> so we'll see. It, we'll see. We'll see if they uh, you know what kind of moves they make here uh, going down throughout the rest of the year. Especially after their figures do come out, uh-huh. if that's something that they maybe take back to the drawing board or something, and they look to to mm-hmm. try to do, or you know, and I don't think that uh, a company is going to get in the feelings about, well, you you burned this last time, so we're not going to do that. They'll probably have right. something that's rock solid. <laughs> that, that, that's true. And, you know, instead of doing that, I'm like, yes, this is definitely going through. We've been partners with them for years. I'm telling our investors, and then having to take a hit like that because the investor was like, oh, that big thing that we've been promising you guys since last year, it just fell through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't know think, you know we're talking about? Yeah, never mind. <laughs> we got y'all hyped up about? Nah, it ain't happening. My bad. <laughs> yeah, forget about it. We're going to close the studio starting with you, Dom. 
That would be funny. That's like immediately, it's like, oh, we need to close some studios. And it's like before the end of that end of that sentence, they're like, okay, the studio's gone. <laughs> it's like, but why? <laughs> oh no, that's funny. Okay, let's see. What'd you say, uh, uh, Retro? Maybe the deal was contingent on True. sale outcomes of certain current games, and with the low sales they pulled out, I think of Golem. I, I mean, that's why I was, you know, that's the first thing I thought of too. But it's, you know, but it's weird because like. When it, when you when you're putting in when you're working with companies that are, that are like trading money in the billions, it, that's because that is a short term goal, and I don't think mm -hmm. that like I mean, and I think people do put into account because there's no way in my mind. I mean, even though that they that they missed at a uh, you know in a in in the levels that they did with like they've basically failed that game in, in initially. I don't think as a company. That they that they that they had to have some sort of level of like you know, this this, this game is not going to sell like a billion copies <laughs> or or right. or whatever. So like I think that like in the short term goal, I think that they, that would be acceptable. But if they look at it at the long term, if they look at the company itself with Embracer Group as a long term goal, there's going to have their highs, going to have their lows, and then I think their low was just a, like I don't know if it would be factored to that specifically is where is what is where i'm saying but right. i'm not but i don't know it's very like <laughs> i want to stress enough yeah, it's not too, me because they're they're working with amazon games for the next tomb raider too you uh -huh. know what i mean so like there's some big things that they've got on deck uh coming out like it i can't imagine that Gollum had that much of a impact on on whether this deal oh i don't think so or not you know what yeah, I mean? Like, I don't think so. Because, like, I mean, when Golem even came out, I think a lot of people were, like, wondering why. Because, like, the game didn't right. seem like... Yeah, the game didn't seem like it was something, like, that people were asking for. It's just that it was just come, It was coming regardless, you know? It's like, oh, hey, we're... <laughs> like, who, who's asking for a RoboCop game? I mean, I mean, that's, I mean like, like, I mean, it's just, like, some of these questions are just... They just wanting to do it, you know? So... Yeah. I and, mean, I, and I'm okay with that, because you yeah. get nice little surprises, you know, or you get big old heaps of uh dog doo -doo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot <laughs> a lot of them it, yeah yeah retro i was kind of geeked about it and then when i saw it i was like what is this the first you know it's like <laughs> never you know, mind never you know mind. when you have to ask yourself why like then then it's not a good sign you know just just normal <laughs> like like when the when the beginning of No Man's Sky when No Man's uh, when No Mansky first came out, <laughs> I was like, I looked at it, I was like, I don't get it, like why? And then I was just what? like, at first, no, no, at first it did not appeal to me because I'm just like, what is really? this? No, Space no, definitely not. Freaking procedurally generated infinite. You played the game? first of the very first version of that game, and you did, did. you told and you told me that you were cool with uh, you were cool with that. No, I, I was absolutely not. was not cool with that. No, no, no. <laughs> I meant before before the game came out. Yes, yes. No, no. Yeah. no. Okay, I was pumped when I first saw. Okay, when they showed what they showed, my first initial mm -hmm. thought was, I need to, I need to see gameplay because I mean the idea of it sounds cool, but at the same time I need yeah. to see what they're, what they're what they're trying to go with because like in a way it's very very pretentious like very like that's saying a lot what you're trying to do <laughs> in this world so in other words i was saying i don't believe you and then when i saw the video of it and it's like oh this is what you're doing i'm like no <laughs> this does not look good <laughs> this does not look good at all so no <laughs> you just yourself what 
Yeah. 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 Well, they, and then they were like, oh, well, they said it was multiplayer, but it was, but they made it, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, sharded like you know like you had different kinds of uh different levels like you so you couldn't see the person that was you were next yeah. to they were in their own different world yeah. so like i didn't like, I like that what? yeah so i it was didn't like, like that either i was like this yeah is, so, i feel grifted yeah so yeah so i mean it's one of the rare cases that it, that they that they picked it up i mean after i mean with no man's skies after eight years it's now it's um, amazing completely different game it's a really done. good game yeah. now but still it's like yeah but that's very that's not like a dime a dozen when shit like that happens <laughs> so so like right. i mean yeah you can really name it like i mean as of late the, the two that comes to mind immediately is that and uh uh and uh cyberpunk and cyberpunk really wasn't yeah. even that and cyberpunk really wasn't that bad when it came out it just it was just very glitchy it was very glitchy and it was bad on the on the previous generation systems, but on the regular PC that ran it, it wasn't like uh it wasn't a disappointingly yeah, no, I loved it. bad system game. It wasn't. Yeah. So they just made it better. It's just gotten better and better uh, as of late. Yeah. So yeah, so there you go. <laughs> but <laughs> anyways. Yeah. But okay, yeah, well we'll see what well hopefully uh we'll see what the mm-hmm. next thing is for Embracer and uh and Savvy and all them and all and all them. So although remember we had the other conversation of like because like I told about, I don't, I don't like I respect the money that 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 uh that games like mobile games get, but I just I <laughs> but but I hate I hate mobile gaming. I just do not like as a gamer. I can't. I don't accept. I I don't really look at mobile gaming as real games. <laughs> I don't look at mobile gaming as real games. I don't. <laughs> <I'm> sorry, <laughs> dude. They got free. They got full on Warzone mobile. You know championship. what? Championship. There was championships. Okay, here's the problem I have with mobile gaming. <laughs> you remember? Okay, do you remember Super Mario Run? That that game. Um. Yeah. 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 I think so. Okay. Yes. That was Nintendo's first mobile game that they decided to put on, uh, like on iOS, specifically built for iOS. Made a lot of money. Not because of microtransactions. It got a lot of money because the game was like ten dollars when it first came out. But then there was a lot of people that bought it. Uh, but you, uh, but without the amount of money that they got, you, they considered it to be a failure. You know why? No microtransactions. That's why. Because Wait, uh, who, be- who who considered it a failure? Nintendo. Nintendo didn't. Oh. Yeah, Nintendo said it was a failure. There was no microtransactions. There I was mean, no microtransactions. Well, there was no micro. Well, there was no microtransactions. Well, this is their very first game. Remember, keep in mind, this is their very first iOS game that they that they, uh, that they had. So, like, but the the way the system works is like, I mean, even though the hundred, like, the I mean, they literally made like like millions of dollars in that <laughs> just just doing a one point A point B running game. That's all it is. They made a yeah. ton of money from it, and it's not. It was considered a failure because of the amount of money that was coming in. You know why? Because there was no consistent amount of payment that was coming into uh, uh, currency that was coming in uh, for that game to consistently uh, uh, go. That's I, that mentality of 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 uh, of gaming is uh, irks me. That's that's why I don't like that. It's like so you have. You have to live by the microtransaction. I res- like I said, I respect the money, but I don't respect the game, <laughs> like at all. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's that's where it comes down to. Didn't Davis get bamboozled by Stadia? Actually, no. Technically, Stadia <laughs> Stadia gave all their money back to. They gave all the money they, back to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Actually, I didn't get bamboozled. No, that's right. I forgot about that. You did get your money and stuff back. I got I got everything that's back. Right. That's right. He didn't. 
they, 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 I thought it was going to be a classic bait and switch. <laughs> nope. And they said, no, no, no. We're shutting it down. Here's your money back. Here's they gave me, things. they gave me a hundred and seven. They gave me 200 and something dollars. That I paid for one game on Stadia and that was Darksiders Genesis. And then they gave me <laughs> my full money back on the starter kit. And then they gave me, uh, and then they gave me my money back for all of that. So no, it was, a, it was, a, so it was worth it. So you know what, call it whatever you want, but they, they, they did good. They did good on it. So <laughs> they did. Yeah, no, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> okay. But uh, my topic, uh, we're going to talk more about some Baldur's Gate. And uh, here's, <laughs> but it's actually kind of a, a, an interesting topic to me because like, I, it's a little bit of two different things. Um, the first thing is, um, I mean, as you know, there's no secret. You already know I love Baldur's Gate. This game is fucking, is, is fucking great. <laughs> I'm it sorry. Is. It really is. Sorry to swear. It it's a really, really good game. Uh, and uh, so I am definitely looking forward to this and i can actually you know what smitty i can't wait to uh for your for your opinion on um on starfield i think this week it comes out this week uh so i'm not doing uh, early access are you not oh it, it, i thought it was day one was it day one it is day one day one's the fifth technically oh. early access at the end of this week yeah, yeah. okay not okay. to mention i'm not even going to be here yeah, that's so true. I yeah, <laughs> that's true. Trust me, I thought about all the scenarios. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. But anyways, uh, so I was playing. Uh, so like I've been loving uh, uh, Baldur's Gate. If you definitely wanted to check out my playthrough of it, definitely check it out here on uh, C- Twitch, uh, CFG Games. But uh, the but there was a big there was a big issue here. So the game came out uh the beginning of August. Uh, the plan was it's going to be on it was going to be coming out on consoles on September sixth. So it's going to come out next week on the PlayStation Five. And the initial plan was for the Xbox version was going to come out at next year. 2024 because of an issue that Microsoft was having or that uh, Larian Studios was having uh, porting the game over to the Xbox Series S. Uh, So the problem is uh, well, it's Microsoft's uh, statement saying that games on the Xbox Series X and the S has to be similar. They have to play the same way on the X, just as much as they have to play the same way on the S. So, so the uh, so they're leaving. It gives like developers a huge restriction. So, in a way, so there's a, apparently there's a lot there. There's companies that don't want to that don't want to play. I didn't even really think that this was an issue, but apparently, well, Smitty told me that there was. But uh, but there's so uh, there's companies that want to do stuff, but they can't because they're limited by by S's uh uh, uh you know limitations, uh, physical limitations, and uh, uh, Baldur's Gate was not was was definitely one of them because uh so. Baldur's Gate had an issue with split screen play. Uh, the biggest issue was that they couldn't. Uh, the console version would allow you to have two different p- two players to play multiplayer in a split screen format. Uh, so it works perfectly fine on the PS5. Works perfectly fine on the Series X. But for some reason, it just uh, it just does not play well on the series uh, the Series X. So uh, what's mm-hmm. so what ends up happening is that the. Uh, uh, the X, uh, so the, it glitches or it just, it's just the frame. There's massive frame drops when it happens, uh, and stuff. So because of this, they were, it was going to be forced to be pushed back, uh, on delay for until next year for them to look into it. Microsoft, it was a big issue to a point that Microsoft actually brought some of their people with to Larian 
to try to fix it and they could not fix it <laughs> that's how serious it was <laughs> yeah 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 so so like they were so they were stuck and uh so now the problem so so here's the thing so in a way they're they're treating the uh microsoft was treating it like this they were uh losing they were going to lose the console version of this to to playstation without with, with the playstation not paying a cent for exclusivity <laughs> you know so mm. so that's what their problem was so now what did what was microsoft to do Microsoft officially yesterday says that they're going to uh, make an exception. <laughs> That's what they eventually decided to do. So Baldur's Gate 3 is going to be the first game on the li- in the Xbox Series lab, uh, library where it, there you can't there's something you can do on the Series X, but there's what you can't do on the Series S. And it's going to be split screen. So with them dropping split screen play for the Series S, they're going to be able to release the uh, the game on uh, uh, on September 6 for Xbox players uh as well as of uh, uh as well as everyone else so so they're going to be able to do it so uh i mean it's good news because like i said i i don't i mean i think it's fine for them to do it if it, the more the more people that have a chance to play this game the merrier i think this game is definitely a must get for most people uh uh but i guess it kind of leaves another issue though because my biggest issue is this it's like dude i think what year are we in this is year four for the uh for this uh, for this generation right like came out in 20 right. 2010 or 2020 2010. Uh, 2020 yeah yeah 2020 okay yeah. yeah okay so it's about three or four years uh so now it's already feels that the a series s is antiquated <laughs> like i mean not, not saying it wasn't yeah. already but like now the problem is is that it is quite glaringly showing that the, the the limitations are already at their peak for the series s so do you feel like they kind of felt i mean like now if developers are seeing this exposed issue with the series s is this going to be a, a, a future issue with other games that are going to be coming out on the system or is this something that they're just going like what are they what because like if the, if Baldur's gate is the one that's opening the door for this for this uh uh for this to for them to make that exception like what, who's to say what's going to happen in the next year, the next two or three years uh, for this? So like, what? Uh, so I just kind of wanted to get your take on this. Yeah, yeah, dude. So it's just insane uh, to me. Number one, I, there's a, and we were talking about this beforehand, uh, but I followed the developers of this uh, game called Quantum Error. They ran into the same issue and decided just not to release on the Xbox because. They they could not develop. They they had already developed for the highest fidelity stuff, all the, all that thing and whatnot. Trying to get them to do it on the S, they said it ran super slow. It was choppy, and they could not get it to to work. So they just decided then to to not release it on Xbox. I don't know if this will change things now that Xbox is saying, well, we'll we'll make it for the X, but not the S. But they've got a they've got a feel foolish uh to be to do something like that again we were supposed to be in the next generation uh of games if you're telling me right now the s can't play people are having issues developing games for the s because again in development you start from the lowest common denominator and then you scale a uh, scale up but people are trying to build for the next generation which that should tell you right there the xbox s what series s was never really a next generation console and and it is showing right now 
it is going to continue being a problem. I don't know what they do. I What I imagine is going to happen, the S will exist, but it'll be more about the Series X and then whatever their pro version or whatever comes out. Because I imagine something's going to be coming out here next year. We may get an announcement at some point in time this year, maybe closer towards the end of the year or something like that. Uh, but I imagine something's in development. I think the S is kind of just going to, it has to get left behind, dude. Like too many, I feel like there are too many developers having issues trying to, they have no problem with the Series X. But when it comes to the Series S, this is not the first time that I'm hearing developers are just like, you know what? We're just not going to do Xbox. I don't know if we're not going <laughs> to deal with this. And, yeah. and, and you said Larian was trying to. Xbox sent their people out to get it to work, and they could not get it to work. That mm-hmm. should tell you everything you need to know right there. Yeah, but it's actually kind of funny because this is what I think it is, too, because this is what's really kind of annoying. It's what, what frustrates me with Microsoft. Like, I think that it's, like, I think Microsoft had a have-their-cake-and-eat-it-too situation. Because you mm. remember the longest, like, what is it that Microsoft has been telling gamers for the longest of time, what they're trying to what they're trying to create, like like uh, for this generation of games, they don't care about consoles. They don't want console. Right. They all they cared about is they're wanting to increase their cloud services and stuff like that. But then, but it, but they decided to bring a system out. And don't get me wrong, I understand there is there is a there's a there is a place there's people that cannot afford a PC. There's not a people that can they can't afford certain things. I understand you're yeah. wanting to make a budget system to uh to to accommodate for that. But if you're but I feel that they were trying to see they're trying to get a put a little bit of everything and trying to get a piece of everything. With, uh, but it's not helping them in their longer run of what their longer vision is going to be, which is the cloud service, mm-hmm. which is the which like I said, they want to be completely cloud like cloud oriented on gaming overall Mm -hmm. when you put this limitation on your console side like this and uh you're you're also putting a limitation from the developers that want you to that that want to make good games for you (laughs) without doing that and 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 that's where that's what frustrates me of it i i mean like because like i do see what i love i love what they're trying to do with their gaming and i love what they're trying to they're trying to build something that's not been done before but at the same time it's like come on man you kidding me you're going to be you decided to put like like you're basically kind of having the mentality of what old school Nintendo was when you're when you're putting these kind of li- these kind of bar breaks because it, and then, and then yeah. putting these rules into motion saying oh you ha- are trying to prove that saying uh, your 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 consoles are in good quality such good quality that your top your top tier console can also play uh, games on the top tier can also play on the low tier games too it's like you just put your, you just you just put a cr- uh, a crutch a crutch on yourself essentially right uh, uh from this yep. so like it's like wow dude it's like that that's what that's what's like really really frustrate uh frustrating uh to me it's like well, dude it's either pick a lane or just or don't pick one that or or just uh or just stop stop trying to sell me on one thing <laughs> just stop trying to sell me at, uh, at all because in my mind it's like it's always about like oh no we're wanting to do we're wanting to be cloud services we want you to if you have a television a phone a laptop whatever mm-hmm. we want you to play anywhere everywhere all at once but then you make a game Here system that costs it. 300 yeah 300 that can't do that can't do these certain these certain these important limitations uh, right. b- because you wanted to save money because you wanted the people to purchase the Xbox Series S. And I know more people, bu- a lot of people bought the S. My editor right. on CFG Games bought the S because they didn't want to spend Series X 
uh, for the Series mm-hmm. X and stuff. But yet, at the same time, you're not getting the full Xbox experience from all of that. So it's like, nope. God, it's like, man, you just screwed. Like, you basically kind of screwed yourself with this, uh, uh, with this idea. If you want the, uh, oh, I'm sorry, what were you gonna say? <laughs> No, I'm saying Retro says, and, and I completely agree with them, uh, they shouldn't have released two consoles. They should have just done the X, the Series X, you know, put all their put all their stuff into there, and then, you know, everything else that they already had. It was, And I understand, I get it, making something that's also more affordable, but like you're saying, at this point, they're costing themselves money because they're restricted from, there's so many restrictions to be able to develop for this console, and then they're they're taking a hard line in the sand of nah. If you want to work with us, you gotta do the X and the S. And people mm-hmm. are like, all right, we're just not gonna release it on Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> and then they said, oh shit. <laughs> it's like, come on, guy, come we on. Did not like, consider yeah. that as an option. I didn't even know you. I didn't even know you could do that. <laughs> <laughs> now, now they're, they're now they're having to go back and be like, all right, all right. You can do the X and and don't worry about the S. That's just what it's going to end up being because it's too much of a hassle for developers to do this. And developers now have a plethora of different ways of getting out their games to people. So, you know, they're less reliant to be like, yo, you got to be on Xbox. It's like, no, I don't. I can be on Steam. I can can do all these other things. And the irony (laughs) of all of this is weird. It's like, Microsoft already has a foothold on the PC game. That's what doesn't even make any sense to me. It's like PC comes out on PC. It's like, okay, here you go. Okay, so by default, you have to have Windows to play this game. Like, you know, it's like so of some sort. So like, why? Why would you want to like, why do you like need to do this kind of thing? Like, it's just... It's just it, it's really really odd, and uh, and I just think that they just need to like like I said, if they want to go all in on it, like, like go all in on one service and then uh, then the other, right. then, then do it. Uh, or you know what, you, like you said, if they do a half step up, I'm still kind of on the fence if I if I will just be willing to pay the money to to get like you know Xbox. Uh, well, definitely not for an Xbox for a PlayStation, probably like a PlayStation uh, uh, Five Plus or whatever they're going to call it or or whatever. Right. Uh, it just seems very weird that they would just you know uh, decide to go like, oh, okay, we're going to make a game system that's going to be stronger than the Xbox One, but not as strong as the Series X, but not as strong as the Series or the Series X or, or PS Five. And uh, but uh, here we go. Uh, <laughs> what's it called? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it does- makes sense, dude. Yeah, what's up, Dust? Dust is saying, speaking of developers, use code Indie Dev Era for 50 free Indie Dev summons <laughs> in Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> Raid Shadow yeah. Legends. There you go. Free promos. There you go. <laughs> the uh, Yeah, it just yeah. never made sense, dude, for them to... Yeah. to uh, they shouldn't have done that. Well, not only, and this is a little little uh, off topic, but also, too, they, they lost their... Uh, not, not lost, but what was it with their rights to their streaming service? They had to give Ubisoft uh, uh, something, right? Oh, you mean um, um, with Activision Blizzard? Oh, okay. So what? For, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's happening is this because the problem is is that the uh, they're wanting they don't want Xbox to be in charge of like you know the the publishing rights the online publishing rights for uh, for it. So what they're doing is that they're using a third party company. They're using Ubisoft to be able to to publish online ga- uh, the online games. So basically it's kind of like a facade of publishing a game that's still technically theirs with that like an Activision game that's under the mm-hmm. Ubisoft title. So they get money from Ubisoft gets money from that. So it's showing that it's not a monopoly uh, when it comes to that. 
Uh, but they're oh. giving him a yeah, they're giving him a fifteen year right to do uh fifteen years of a publish uh, publishing for the for the uh, for future games and stuff, so they can get around the uh the quote unquote the, monopoly you know uh, yeah. uh, from it so yeah so that's what they're that, that's that's what they're doing to get around the uh the European uh the British sanctions of uh you know so they can get the deal to finally go through uh so yeah. so, so hopefully we'll see where, where that's going to go but uh but yeah but we'll like I said we'll see uh it's very interesting to see what they're going to do I'm actually really you know what it's actually kind of interesting to me because I'm kind of wanting to see what they're going to do because like. I think the fruition, in my opinion, with Microsoft itself of like all this other with these moves isn't going to happen until the end of this 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 generation to mm-hmm. the beginning of the new generation. Because at that point, they don't have any leg to stand on 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 saying they have uh, like the games, the studios that they bought out, all the different kinds of things that they've done. Uh, through this whole <laughs> this whole generation should be show, should be showing the fruits of their labor of what they're what what they're planning on doing in the next gen. So so uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see. Absolutely, they have they'll have no excuses to see what uh, w- uh, what they're building. But <laughs> but but I hope they don't make the same mistake. If they make the same mistake again, then they just need to, they just go f off at this point. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> like I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean. It, I mean, am I wrong? Can you imagine if they decided to make another two two console game system again? That would be ridiculous, dude. Yeah. Like, if they if you don't learn your lesson from this, then you know, shame on you. You're. <laughs> uh, I, I can't even imagine what the next gen consoles are even going to look like or tote. But all around, that was just a bad move. They should have. I mean, like, dude, it's hard enough doing one console why are you going to try to juggle two at the same time (laughs) one being severely and much less powerful than the other and then you're going to tie them together and try to force that on developers (laughs) yeah i know clearly clearly that was a foolish move that was yeah it's just uh yeah well yeah we'll we'll see i mean i've already i already wasn't a big fan of them buying out studios because i feel like they've always kind of stipend their their the move the uh, their creations and stuff but we'll see mm. hopefully they prove me wrong on it but like with, with especially what the big thing is i got like for, for instance obsidian studios is one of my favorite studios of all time one of my favorite of because they did fallout new vegas and stuff hopefully mm-hmm. and then the new game that they're that they're making i forgot what it was called like way something um I can't remember, but uh, uh, like, hopefully we'll see if it <laughs> if uh, if it if it's they're not going to uh, perverse it. Let's just say let's just say that <laughs> <laughs> the way best way to describe it is not to perverse it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's okay. But uh, <laughs> all right. But uh, I guess we have a little bit of time left. But I just wanted to also let, uh, just say one more thing because uh, the uh, the last topic here, last makeshifto topic here, I would say is that uh, one like uh, I was kind of wondering. You know, have you ever had a chance to talk to uh, Charles Martinet before? Like, have you ever talked to him? I haven't personally. Directly? No. Okay. Uh. Uh. Yeah. Well, like Charles Martinet is the voice of Mario. He's actually does many voices for Nintendo throughout the years. Uh. I believe his very fir- his first time voicing that character was Mario sixty four. Um, Correct. Yes. Yeah. It was okay. So yeah. So yeah. like so he's been the, he's been doing the the voice game of Mario for the past for almost uh wow for. 30 about 30 years almost 30 years so uh when so he finally announced that he is retiring uh from being the voice of mario 
and uh, and he's now going to be a Mario ambassador, whatever the hell that means. But, <laughs> but <laughs> Nintendo Zoo is going to keep paying him. Just show up in a couple places, go to some conventions. I know that's what, that, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's essentially what that. I mean, I guess yeah. So that means you have to go to Nintendo. Like, like, it's like it's like uh, getting your like uh, you know after you retire and you get your uh, retirement stipend. package or whatever yeah, yeah uh-huh. or, or yeah that's basically his retirement package like you oh, know you'll okay. show up to some events we'll continue paying you brother okay that's fair that, that that's true yeah. so it'll we'll be like okay here you go okay that's fair <laughs> that's fair no, but he's been doing it for so long it's just like it's like he's, I mean he's the original voice of Mario I mean you can't that's crazy I mean, he's in he's in he's uh he's gonna be in the books for for history now for in video game history now because it's like he's doing it he did he do he did Wario too uh he did Wario Luigi Mario Waluigi and I feel like there might have been somebody else but he did multiple characters yeah 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 he, did, he definitely mm-hmm. did a lot of different kinds of characters definitely so uh i guess the real question so i wanted to know the question who would you think is going to be the new voice of mario uh apparently that person has to already have been casted and whatnot right or cast no not casted not really the next game is uh the next game is uh, Mario is going to be Wonder. Mario Wonder, but that could be his last game. That could I mean Martinet's last game could be Wonder, because I mean it's no 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 I think they announced that the new I think the new actor is is in Wonder. Oh, okay, I do well, not believe it's Martinet. Okay, but they haven't officially announced it, so we did that. They have not officially yeah, announced. So we can, just, I, we can assume clearly the 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 clear front runner is Chris Pratt, right? Now I'm playing. Uh, <laughs> You need a. There's a special place, man. A special place for you. Just like just yeah, there's nothing controversial about that at all. Everybody's gonna to, love it. You need to go. You just need to just just get out. Uh, get out. I, I have no idea who uh, who will be. It's crazy to me to think that it's been the same voice. Yeah. For that long since we were kids. You know what I mean? This dude, and and what a what a legend! Like that dude, just literally. I mean, I'm sure he did other things too, but no, to be didn't. able to play such an iconic, <laughs> all he was is Mario. That's all. all, he all he, that's all. No, well, voice acting wise, that's all he did. That was his career. Was that? He did Are you serious? Yeah, I'm dead serious. He didn't, do, he, <laughs> he didn't do anything else. He made a whole career out of Mario, dude. I love it. <laughs> I love did. it. That is amazing. Yeah, he wasn't. The, he was talking like about a, hitting the jackpot back in back in 2000, whatever. Man, uh, Going in and being like, or or I'm sorry, not 2000. Yeah, yeah. But like, that would have been the 90s. Yeah, in the 90s, <laughs> being like, I'm auditioning. Yeah, yeah. It's a, a mama mia. It's the me. <laughs> it's just like it's just, you didn't even expect it. for years, son. <laughs> That's freaking hilarious. Oh, you know what? <laughs> that, Wait. Oh. Uh, wait. The, yeah, you were going to say it. Go ahead. Oh, uh, Alan. Tu- oh, he said no. Wait. 100% is going to be Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk would be a good one. I I would say. I don't know who that is. He's uh he played Wash in the Firefly. He, um, it's hard to really say. I watch Firefly. He does a lot of different roles. Like you've known him, you've seen him. You just may not know him. But he's done like oh. like for instance, like have you seen um Star Wars Rogue One? He, uh, he was the robot, the giant robot in Rogue One. Uh, yeah. Uh, like there's a robot, the giant robot in Rogue One. Yeah, I, it's really hard to say. Like he does. Oh like, yes, I do know him. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I definitely have seen him. What have I seen him in? He's been in everything. He's like one of those. He's he's one of those dudes who's been in like in in everything. But you know what? He's the never like. (laughs) He's the white version of Nate Dog. (laughs) (laughs) What? Nate Dogg's been in every freaking like other rap video yeah, and everything, and then he's like, he's he's, he's in everything, man. Like that's what that's he why is. I recognize I recognize his face from Dodgeball. That's what yes. it is. See Pete the Pirate, yep. yes, or Stan the Pirate yes. or whatever his name was. He's just, yeah, he's, he's been, been in everything. A ton of stuff. <laughs> he's an Andor too. Gosh, yeah. dang. He's in. He's, he's virtually in yeah. He's he does everything. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I love that dude. Yeah, I love that dude. I like that one. Yeah, uh, the robot from iRobot. Yeah. Steve the Pirate. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, wait, I love yeah. that part of Steve the uh, Dodgeball. It's like, hey, where's Steve the Pirate? It's like, who? Steve the Pirate. <laughs> 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 oh, God. No, I would think would be a good one, I would say. I would say uh, you know, that would be kind of cool if uh, what Lance Reddick was like. <laughs> if Lance Reddick was the voice of Mario, it would have been awesome. That would have been well. You know, I thought uh, somebody said something interesting up here. Where is it at? Um, <laughs> who said it? Who said it? Somebody said something about. Uh, oh, oh Retro has one pod said that they might have enough sound bites to use voice with AI, and they may have offered him a huge check. That would totally not be worth it. I don't you know, think because you know what it, would happen for, for that kind of stuff, dude. That's in perpetuity. It yeah. doesn't matter. Like you would have to do a well, big. We don't even know. It had to be a a big bag, in order to be like, yes, you can use my voice in perpetuity because you yeah. can get it. They can say anything, and AI. That's part of the the. We like, don't AI even know because right the now the fight. Too. Yeah, the fight of the yeah the fight of the, the fight of what's going on with the SAG and the uh and the writers yes. guild and stuff is exactly because of this. And I think that right now it would be like it. Yeah, there's no way he would have done a deal on AI. There's no way because like it would have been because he would have gotten less. It would be either less or whatever to until they get until they get that ridiculous like you know assignment for it. Uh, Tara Strong though, Tara Strong's not a bad guess. Tara Strong I could totally is Mario. See it. Oh, no. I could totally see it, dude. I could totally see it. Yeah, it sounds like Tommy Pickles. Mark Hamill. <laughs> I wish it. <laughs> the hell oh, happened no. to Mario? <laughs> Look how his balls go up in his. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Hamill, nah. Uh, uh, well, Mark Hamill would be, but he's retired. He's not doing. He's not doing. He's not doing voiceovers anymore. Oh, he's Seth, not at all. Damn, yeah, yeah. Good for him. Seth MacFarlane, yeah, possibly. One billion. I mean, for a billion dollars. With a B, yeah. The, the yeah, you can probably, take my. Yeah, you can take my voice. You can use it. You can use it. I don't care what you use with it. <laughs> you know what I want to know? The only person that I know that actually has a legit deal. Of uh, with AI is James Earl Jones, and that's the only oh, one. Real? Yeah, because he has a deal with Star Wars to use his voice for uh, Darth Vader. Oh, that uh, makes sense. Yeah, that but I don't sense. know. But they must have given him money, a lot of money oh, for that. Sure. Yeah. So for like, sure. I don't know. I don't know what it is. And he, that's the only one I know has a direct contract for that. But like, uh, I'm sure there's probably others. But like, yeah. Because so now you know you're so you know Vader's voice is never going to change. So, uh, right. but, uh, but other than that, man, I don't know. I mean, I can't even think, I really can't think of anyone. Oh, that'll be funny if they kind of go with out of the box and get Jaleel White to do, uh, <laughs> to do the voice amazing. of Mario. So you can say, I was Mario, amazing. I was Mario and Sonic. 
Then he just does the yeah. same voice as when he did that Sonic and <laughs> Mario. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, that would be like, yeah. It's like ch- chili dogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that would be great. That would be so that would be great. hilarious. Oh, okay. <laughs> Folks, we'll see who it is though yeah we'll see who yeah. it is folks thank you for listening to episode number 188 of the cfg gamecast thank you for being a part of the conversation as always we will be back another uh next week uh smithy <laughs> will be out at pax west so we're probably going to be me and lex and uh we don't know maybe a sec a third guest or so but uh but that's okay though but if you did miss out on this episode that's all right you can also check us out on all podcast services we release it every monday at in the morning on all podcast services like apple google podcast stitch radio podbean so much more so there's absolutely no reason to miss out on our sexy sexy voices Mm. <laughs> hey guys also be sure to check out our website confreaksgeeks.com i will be doing an interview with the narrator of dungeon uh, of baldur's gate 3 next week so that will be a oh, very nice. cool that'll be a very cool uh interview to have because like uh i've been wanting to talk to folks like that <laughs> talk to her and some other voice actors from there yeah uh for, for a while so so also check that out but uh be sure to check that uh in the near future but uh w- in the meantime once again This is Davis and Smitty signing off. Y'all, take it easy. Bye. (laughs) And the new merch store. Oh, (laughs) I was like, what? The new merch?